0: You are Locked on Tigers, your daily Detroit Tigers podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, everybody? We are back here for another edition of Locked on Tigers. I am, of course, your host, Scott Bentley. Today, we have Eduardo Rodriguez's introductory press conference that we are going to just go through and talk about. That's going to be the whole show today. Everything and anything surrounding the Erod introductory presser. Uh, questions at him. Questions at Illich. Question, questions at uh, Hinch and Avila. Everybody. Everybody can get it. There. there was nobody off limits uh, in the press conference today. And uh, they asked some questions not about Erod, about the rest of free agency, about the shortstop market, about three hundred million dollar deals. Everything. You could possibly want in about a whatever thirty to forty-minute press conference. There, it was absolutely electric. So we're going to go through and break down some of the the questions and answered questions and answered the questions and answers that were said on today's press conference. It's going to be a fun one. A lot of a lot of a lot of very interesting quotes here. Okay, so thank you guys for making Lockdown Tigers your first listen every day, free and available on all platforms. Let's get right into it. Uh, Eduardo Rodriguez arrives at Comerica Park looking fresh. Uh, his whole family's there, kids, wife, everybody. Awesome, awesome moment. He seems really, really happy to be a Tiger, which is awesome. We love that. We absolutely love that. Um, he a couple of quotes directed at him. Uh, people asked him about his general feel of uh, you know becoming a tiger and signing the contract and making it official today and and all that. And uh, he he was so positive about it. Uh, one of his quotes. He I mean he literally said this feels like it's one of the best days of my life. Um, that that's awesome. We absolutely love to see everything about that quote. Incredible. We we love people that love to be here. That's like our thing. Detroit versus everybody, right? We we love people that, that love to be here and love to play here. So awesome to see him so uh, – j- he just seems so happy, man. He, he really did. He just seems so happy. Seems like such a cool guy. Can't wait to get to know him over at least the next two years and hopefully – the next five if everything goes according to plan uh one of the really interesting things that i found was when they asked him about um why he signed here and why why here over other teams and and for starters i'm i'm very very aware that you know if, if we paid the most money that's going to put us in good contention, but he he credited some other stuff to it, and and that's uh that that's awesome and, and really fun to break down too. He said the history of not only the organization but the city. That so he loved the history of the city, loved the history of the organization, uh, and that's coming from someone who who's played for one of the most storied franchises in all the sports his whole career in the Boston Red Sox. So, uh, very. Awesome to, to hear that response, and just hear that that he loves, you know, the Tigers and and how much it mean how much the Tigers mean to the city and all that is is really really cool. Uh, said that the fans were a big reason. That's obviously everybody loves to hear that. Every, every fan, every fan loves to hear that uh, that they were whatever. Uh, for however many f- people attended ball games this year, one like <laughs> a millionth of a of of a factor in Erod signing here. That's always fun to hear. But um, I mean, this this team when this team's good, man, there there really is uh, an incredible incredible turnout at the park and an incredible fan base. And we've been we've been deprived of good baseball here for for so long now years and years and can you believe next season will be the 10 year 10 year anniversary of making the World Series a decade ago this season this upcoming season will be a decade ago that we made the World Series that's absolutely insane to me i am i, I will i will turn 24 at the beginning of next season. I was a sophomore in high school <laughs> when we made the World Series last. That's crazy, man. That's absolutely insane. Um, so that's just really, really cool to see him acknowledge the fans and and appreciate. And, and again, I, I'm, I'm not an idiot. I understand that. That. There's some things, you know, that like I've seen Bull Durham. I know there's some scripted stuff that anybody says, but regardless, I don't really care. Okay? Let me have fun. Let let people enjoy things. Stop being critical of everything. There's there's so many people on that that damn bird app that just anytime anyone's happy about anything, they feel the need to comment on it. Just just let people enjoy it, man. You know? Just let people enjoy it. So but the biggest one here, and this is the one I really want to highlight is he said he mentioned it twice actually that miguel cabrera was a big factor in him coming here a which is incredible right but he talked about having multiple conversations with miguel cabrera and was asking him a lot of questions about the organization and how the organization was run in the city and, uh, like, you know, places to live, places to hang out, the city of Detroit, the Tigers organization. He said he asked him a ton of questions top to bottom about, um, about you know, how the organization is run and and uh, the clubhouse culture and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, you know what? Miguel Cabrera might not be offensively having the output of a dude worth $30 million, but if... If Miguel Cabrera is a good recruiter, uh. <laughs> Miguel Cabrera is a good recruiter, he might be making that money off the field too, baby. You know what I'm saying? He might be, he, he might be, uh, he, he's putting butts in seats still. We saw sellout crowds when he was chasing 500, We're, uh, and he's going to do it again when he's chasing 3K at the beginning of next season. He He's not too terrible of a minus hitter right he's he's uh from whatever june on he was about a league average ish hitter i don't know man i don't know i'm kind of liking recruiter miggy i'm kind of liking the the vibe of of miguel cabrera being like this big recruiting tool for the tigers that's kind of fun so that's just awesome to hear it's awesome to hear that that Miggy still very much cares about this organization. Erod said that, uh, you know, in conversations with him, they they brought up the fact that they're on the uptick, that the team is on the upswing, and and they want to to win a championship. And even in Miggy's older years, hearing that he still has that that drive and that desire to to win some hardware is is awesome. So very music to my ears hearing that answer and hearing that. Miguel Cabrera is still so involved and, and still is passionate about br- bringing a winning product here. Uh, and, and as so many people have accused him over the years of just being uh, and, and not being what so many people have accused him of over the years of just being a dude that's kind of going out there and collecting a paycheck. It, very clearly you were wrong if you were one of those people that said that because this is, this is awesome. And I, I was very, very uh, intrigued and impressed ...at that answer. Made me, made me smile. Made me happy. Uh, okay, we are going to get into the rest of the press conference after I tell you all about BetOnline.ag. It's Thanksgiving, and we all know what that means. Football, baby. Lions, Bears, trying to get our first win of the season. You know, we can win a game and still have guaranteed the first overall pick. So let's just win a game, not go... Well, I guess this we'd go 0-16-1. Not go winless... For for the second time in our franchise's history, let's let let's get a win. Let's get a Thanksgiving win, baby. Nothing goes better with football than turkey and betting. Bet online has you covered all holiday season. More props, more odds, more lines than ever before. Bet online remains your number one spot for all sports action this Thanksgiving. Head to our new updated desktop or mobile website and sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus. On your first deposit using promo code LOCKEDON. It's promo code locked On to receive your bonus. It's not just football either. But online is pro and college hoops, NHL, boxing, UFC, even your favorite Vegas casino games. So don't wait and take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. But online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. But online, we're stuffed with deals this Thanksgiving. Also got to tell y'all about DirecTV Streams. Does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live. Another that lets you stream your favorite shows. You're watching sports highlights on your phone. And you've got your neighbor's best friend's login for the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you a simple way to get all the entertainment you love without the hassle. And a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called DirecTV Stream. It brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before. So you can watch your favorite sports movies shows all in one place that means no more juggling remotes no need to buy another device ever again and the best part there's no annual contract so get rid of the clutter the confusion and get your tv together with direct stream you can learn more at directtv.com it's directtv.com compatible device required content varies based on package all right, everybody. We are back here for segment two of Locked On Tigers. I am your host, Scott Bentley. Thanks for making Locked On Tigers your first listen every day, free and available on all platforms. Let's get back into this press conference. There's uh, there's still a lot to unpack here. A couple more uh, quotes and stuff that I wanted to point out from Erod, and then we will get into some of the more general questions that were asked to uh, the front office and management. And and such. So one of the biggest things was he was asked about how he could help some of our young pitching staff. Right? Like we all know, Mize, Manning, Scooble supposed to be the, the core of the rotation for the future. Erod, E-Rod is obviously being thrown into that now uh, with a with a five year deal. Um, that is the, so the expectation is, is very much that he will continue. To be a part of that rotation with them and help them grow, and so he was just asked, you know, like how, how do you do you want to help them? Are you going to be kind of a mentor, kind of a, a figure? And and he was all about it. He absolutely loved it. He was talking about uh, some of his old pitchers when he first came up with the Red Sox and and how uh, those guys really helped him when he was younger, and and that he wants to now be that player. For that, for Mize, Manning, school for this young generation of pitchers that's kind of coming forward, and he said uh, he wants to answer any questions they have uh, and any questions they have about on the field stuff. You know, with with pitch technique, or um, he was also asked by by Chris McCoskey about his uh, earlier in his career. People said that he was tipping pitches, and kind of you know wanted to to give him give them his advice on that and and how he, now that he knows that people think he tips pitches he like will intentionally tip the wrong pitch and and just the the mind games that go with being that dude on the mound and everything that comes with that and and the, so that was awesome to hear but one of the things that really stuck out to me was that he also said that he would that he wanted to help them with off-the-field stuff too. And he was like, whether it's about families or or, you know, adjusting to the Major League lifestyle or whatever, or or, you know, their their families having to adjust. He he just wants to be a person that anybody can go to and, and kind of ask questions and 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 get advice from because he credits so many people that and, and players that used to play for the Sox that uh, helped him through that. And how important it was for him when he was a young player to have that presence in the clubhouse. And that that, again, music to everybody's ears, dog. Like that is that is fantastic. He like wanting to step up and, and be a, a leader like that and be somebody that everybody, you know, th- have that open line of communication with everybody on the team and stuff like that is, Oh I, I like I love this man. I, I love Iran. I, I already wanted him here you know months ago when I when, when looking at the free agency thing he was someone I had circled that I, that I wanted him here because I think he's a damn good pitcher but but man I'll I'll be damned. He, he sounds like he might be even a better person. He, he sounds like such a cool and, and humble guy uh, and, and genuinely seems super super excited to be a Detroit Tiger. And that's awesome. One of my favorite moments was also he was asked by – I actually forget which reporter asked him, so I I apologize for that. But he was asked if he ever seriously considered signing the qualifying offer from the Red Sox, which is one year, 18-ish mil. And he said – his exact quote was, I'm going to be honest with you. Do you prefer prefer?" (laughs) – can't even get through without laughing – I'm going to be honest with you. Do you prefer 18 or 77? <laughs> Obviously signed a contract for $77 million and the qualifying offer was one year for 18. So uh, there, there's your answer. And he said, you know, we talked about his uh, trials and tri- tribulations with COVID and how he was, I, I mean, he had serious heart problems after COVID and was hospitalized for a while. Like got, got hit with COVID really, really hard. Um, and, and definitely did not react very well to it at all. And so, to him talking about how this was, this meant so much to him because it it meant that he he was able to provide for his family, give his family some stability in a time where they, at a point, thought his career might have been over and, and that, you know, they, they were worried about his health just period and, and about his his health on a day-to-day basis just as a human being nonetheless as a professional athlete and and now just a year removed from that being able to to put his family in a situation where where he's guaranteed 77 million dollars over the next 5 years that is a, an unbelievable story and turnaround and you can't man it's just you can't not root for the guy you know what i mean like oh my goodness the, only, the uh, last thing I wanted to talk about with Erod specifically before we kind of open it up to the uh, general questions and the questions that were asked about uh, to management and ownership, uh, he will wear number 57, which I personally am not a big, like, you know, I, I know every single jersey number of everybody kind of a person. I, I honestly, outside of like Miggy and Verlander and Brandon Inge, that like that like i i don't, I don't really pay attention for whatever reason my brain just like does not pay attention to to jersey numbers but i know that there is a a ton of people that are really big on like what jersey number everybody wears and he will wear 57 which means that alex lang who wore 57 last year uh will have to change his number clearly and alex lang is is uh fringe at best to make this roster next season definitely far from a a guarantee to even make this team out of camp but something that I I know a lot of people were talking about and and is is a big deal to a large part of the fan base because jersey numbers are are a big deal to a lot of people so he'll continue to wear 57 and which means Alex Lang will will have to look for a new number. I'm assuming that was that was talked about and told to him and this isn't like the first time Alex Lang is learning that he's not going to be able to wear 57. Uh, but but regardless, Erod, number 57 for your Detroit Tigers baby. Absolutely love it. All right, let's get into some of the questions that were asked to management and ownership. First off, want to kick it off with Al Avila saying by trading for Barnhart and signing Eduardo, that in itself is a recruiting tool. It shows other players that we're here for real. And the message is Detroit is a good place to play. Inject that into my veins. Good answer, Al. Like on Family Feud. Good answer. Good answer, Al. So that's encouraging. And again, I, I'm very aware that a lot of these are are answers that, that are... Some of these are vague, and we'll get into the vague ones, but I, I, I like... We haven't even been given this in so long. We haven't even been given a, a a bone of like, hey, we're trying to actually win games. Like we haven't even been told that in like five years, dog. So let me have this one, you know. Let me have it. All right, we'll get into the rest of the press conference after this. All right, everybody, we are back here for segment three, our final segment of Locked on Tigers. I am, of course, your host, Scott Bentley. Happy Tuesday, November 23rd. Did I say the date at the beginning? Happy Happy Tuesday, November 23rd. Two days away from Thanksgiving, baby. You almost made it. Um, okay. So the, the there was a lot of questions directed towards management about free agency. And some of them got us answers that I think hold a little bit of substance, and some of them did not. So For starters, they asked – well, the funniest moment of the entire press conference, I think, was um, the, like, references to the A.J. Hinch breakfast slash lunch with Carlos Correa and how A.J. was dropping off a – he he was dropping off a a baby gift because Correa is uh, either expecting or just became a a father recently. Um, So – Hinch was just dropping off a a, a gift for for the newborn, uh, and that apparently turned into you know well not apparently it did turned into one of the biggest stories in baseball Twitter especially in Tigers Twitter that day. So he made like subtle references to it, which I thought was hilarious. At at the beginning, he uh, they they asked him about uh, Avila was talking about the recruiting and stuff that was being done and and. Al and AJ said that they've been traveling coast to coast all over the country trying to talk to people and and with the recruiting of bringing in free agents. And uh, AJ Hinch at the beginning of the presser said as a joke, like under his breath, was like, no pictures, please, (laughs) which I thought was funny. And then they actually directly asked him about it uh, later. I I forget the reporter that asked him, but uh, he he straight up (laughs) said, quote, I had a ham and cheese omelet. I didn't order lunch, so <laughs> there you go. There's AJ Hinch's opinion on the Carlos Correa uh, breakfast slash lunch that uh, that that was circulating around the Twitter sphere a couple of days ago. <laughs> had a ham and cheese omelet. Ham and cheese omelet slap, man. Good for him. Uh, so. They obviously downplayed that and, and didn't want to make it a big thing. But AJ said, you know, there's a lot of interest in Detroit from a lot of players. That's a direct quote. And that, that's awesome to hear. And again, that whether that's completely true or not, I don't really care. I'm just excited that for once in, in the last half a decade, we're actually trying to win. So I'm going to take this quote and I'm going to take it as gospel because we deserve it, damn it. All right uh, some other quotes, obviously the big one came from Evan Petzold. Uh, big, big big stones on EV to, to ask that question asked in front of everybody, just straight up is300 million dollars something you guys are willing to do with with newly signed Erod who just signed for 77 sitting right there. He just went. Is 300 mil something you guys are willing to do? And everybody laughed. Literally, like it, it got so uncomfortable that everybody just started like laughing. Um, and Chris Illich gave pretty much the same answer to every single question directed at him, which is a is a on a in a vacuum is a pretty fine answer. Um, but at the same time, you. You know, I'd, I'd like not the same answer seven times in a row. He, he basically said a billion times, Al is going to have all the resources he needs to accomplish what we need for the offseason. Anything is on the table. Those were his two quotes. Uh, and, and those are, give or take a few words, pretty much what he repeated a billion times. Just said, uh, you know, Al's going to have the resources. We've been giving him all the resources. He's going to continue to have the resources. And we're going to make a competitive product next season. That's fine. Good. I, if, if that means that you're willing to pay big money for a shortstop, beautiful. I'll take it. I'll take whatever I can get. He was asked about the shortstop position directly. All of them were. And A.J. Hinch uh, brought up the fact again that he wants a winner. He said, we want winners. We, we want dudes who win and at one point, he said that the uh, the expectations for the team are much higher. And he said, while while 2021 was a successful season in its own right, it was not successful for the standard that we are going to have going forward. And we want to be a, a playoff competitive team. So that's awesome to hear. Again, stuff we haven't heard in a long time, man. When when Guardi was here love Guardi to death but when he was here his basically his press conferences were just we're just trying to get through the season you know what i mean so it's awesome to actually hear that the organization is is determined and wanting to win and so so chris illich a lot of vague answers but still showing support alavila with with plenty of comments about how the, the recruiting's going and again flying all over the country and stuff but uh, that they're still looking to add more pieces. AJ Hinch saying they're still looking to add more pieces. The shortstop question was when it was asked, uh, basically just said that shortstop is still a position that they're trying to fill. Still a position that they understand is something uh, that is a hole right now and it is a position of need. Um, but they're gonna do. You know, they, they didn't say, "Oh, we're just gonna spend 300 million on Correa." They were like, "Oh, we're gonna." pick the the right fit and make sure that the whole team's good and we don't want to handicap ourselves by spending, you know, a billion dollars on somebody. Like, we're going to do what's best for the team, whatever. Which is, again, cookie cutter, same answers we've been getting for, like, the last year. Uh, Okay, I think that's everything. I think that's everything I wanted to cover. Isaiah Stewart suspended, for those who are also Pistons fans, suspended two games. LeBron suspended one. Neither of them suspended long enough to remove them from Sunday's game against the Lakers. So that'll be fun. Uh yeah, I think I think that's pretty much it. So Erod, officially a Detroit Tiger, looked so happy, man. Look, oh, I I guess when he was asked about his time with the Red Sox, he said he had a great time there, whatever, made a lot of friends, won a ring, super special. Um, but but that this moment was like the best day of his career and one of the best days of his life. And just that he he wants, to, he kept bringing up championships, man. And that's all, again, awesome to hear. We haven't heard that in so long. Haven't heard that in so long. It's so refreshing. AJ Hinch said that they, they weren't going to leave the restaurant without signing him once they sat down for the meeting with E Rod. Uh, you should probably make that a trend and go out to eat with Correa again, in my opinion. But regardless, uh, just an awesome all around presser. It was really fun. It was fun to watch, and not all of these press conferences over the last five years have been super fun to watch. So it was dope. It was awesome. We ball, baby. Thanks for making Locked On Tigers your first listen every day. Make your second listen, Locked On Bets, your one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked On Bets, hosted by your boy Q with handicapping expert Lee Sterling. All right, everybody. That'll do it for today's show. We'll be back tomorrow. If there's news, we'll be talking about news. If there's not, we'll do a player breakdown. Regardless, we will be back. Uh, yeah, same time, same place, baby. Um, what's my, I just forgot my outro. Oh yeah, peace and love, go to Therapy's Dope, and I will catch you all tomorrow. Go Tigers, baby.